0: If you have may- pastor tiny will affectionately known as pastor tan i am here once again with you on it is written it has been a blessed time and also at the same time it has been some things that's going on in the world as much as having north korea to fire um their missiles twice over japan and it just becomes more profound that we're living out the word of God in the, from the Bible. We're living it out, mirroring what God has already started to, you know, perceived. And it already says in the word of God, we will have wars and rumors of wars. So to me personally, I can honestly say to you, you need to get your heart and your mind In line with the word of God and the way that God wants us to live and get your heart and your mind focused towards God himself. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. It is high time. For us to start focusing in on God's word. And also the way that God wants us to posture ourselves towards him. And having the mind and mentality of him is so important at this time. So critical at this time. And I was just looking at how we have, especially in the United States. And some people may not agree with me, but I'm being honest. A lot of the times I'm starting to see in some of the presidents that I'm seeing and some of the political uh, individuals, they have become such as a mind of King Nebuchadnezzar. And why would you say that, Pastor? And I say that because for me, and this is something that I know for a fact that, you know, God will be able to turn you over to your lust, to what you love more than him. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. He is going to turn this over, your mind over, your your heart posture over to the things that you desire and you go and you place these gods or these idols or whatever you place before God and it becomes more and more of a passion what you need to have and what you want and God is sitting here and telling you this is not so. So I wanted to let you know that some of these things That we put on esteem, that we put a high above the Lord, it has become our distractions. And I know I'm gonna I'm going to hit on things that is not conducive or not popular to people, but I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna say it anyway because this is So So I'm gonna honestly sit here and tell you that we as the body of Christ, we have to be able to sit here and we have to thirst after. We have to be able to go after, pursue the truth. In this now and time, we need to be able to sit there and honestly have the conversation and say, is this biblically sound? Is this of God? Is this the way that God would like for us to function? Is this the way that God would want us to be able to have and know this is from him and him alone? So I wanted to let you know that the distractions... In this time and, and in these days, distractions have become a part of our daily routine. The distraction of friends wanting your attention but not giving you their time or your same advice that you have given them. Oh, you don't hear me though. It becomes a crucial mentality and struggle that, you know, it's about that absolute disgustive way of thinking towards each other. And some people sit there and say, well, because my friend, you know, is, you know, so used to being able to have me and have my advice, but yet steal or my time or my space, but they don't give that back the same way that you value them. Oh, come on here now. And that breeds a grounds of overwhelming disgust, jealousy, strife, distastement between each other. Now I must say it like I mean it. when one of my friends is successful, I cheer for them because I don't I know their personal struggles and then at the same time when I get to my point where I am I am getting to that point where I am being able to cheer, they should be able to have the same validity, same understanding, same knowledge and wisdom of understanding that I had to go through some things, some losses. Some, some critical moments in my life in order for me to be able to be cheered and I can do the same for them. This is all coming into the scheme of how sometimes distractions can be able to sit there and place you in different places and different positions. And it gives you that, you know, off the or balance in your life. Oh, come on here now. Let, let me say this. Sometimes when we get distractions, it is the process of diverting the attention of an individual, or it can be a group to hold a captive audience that does not avail that person for them to be successful, to them to be able to obtain their desired goal. See, I understand that. We as human beings, especially as a mother, I have to sit there and calculate my time and have to understand that my time is precious. I need some self-care. I need also some word of God and I need also some exercise and I need my husband, his time and I need my children and their time. And then I need to be able to sit there and do homework. Also, if I'm working out of the home or if I'm working inside the home, I have to be able to calculate all of those different factors. But with those distractions, you can't be able to finish even a simple dish to your homework, to even completing or fulfilling a podcast. So when I say, when I tell you is that distractions have become a part of our norm is because not just the enemy wants to be able to have us not to be successful, but the old man wants to have those things to come back that you used to do. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. Let me let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, the, the, the way that we used to have that old man that we have crucified that will not stay down because we so used to being able to see a television show or we're able to go ahead and partake of a certain meal or being able to see a certain body type or a male or a female that we used to talk to or be around, then you know, the old will sit there and say, wait a minute, don't you think that you used to wait? They'll, they'll come by just, you know, hey, I miss you or hey, or this or that. And next thing you know, it's like that conversation of old things keep coming back or the old memories of maybe, well, we can be able to get together. No, absolutely not. Do you understand? God said, come out from among them and be ye separated. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. See the distractions of sometimes having to be able to cook and clean and being able to take care of your children and your husband and all of these different things, but not even taking time for the word of God, not even sitting up there. And I'm being honest. I will honestly tell you sometimes the word of God sometimes lacks for me because I have so many different hats, but I ask God to be able to forgive me. I don't want to make that excuse. I need to be able to get up on time and need to be able to sit there and not love the bed, not love sleep more than I love God. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. I don't want to love sleep more than I love God. So if I have time off, I need to be able to get up and just get up a little bit more in the morning and sit there and say, "You know what? Even if it's sometimes an hour or 5 minutes to an hour and say, "God, I thank you so much for blessing me and keeping me. Lord, I'm thankful and grateful for everything you've done for me. Please forgive me of my sins on today before I even step out of this house. Lord, I want to say thank you before I even close my eyes in the morning and get up in the morning. I want to say thank you. I want to sit here and let you know the value you have placed in my life and that you have been able to give me my breath, give me my home, give me the talents, give me the faculty of my limbs, my body, my mind, and my posture and my character. I want to say, I need to say, It is something important about the relationship you have with God. It is nothing to be able to sit there and say, well, you know what? I can be able to sit there and I can go a day without thanking God. You are absolutely bumfoolery. You need to have several seats. You are smoking some crack cocaine because I cannot be able to go a day without saying thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, God for my home. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for everything that you've been showing me. Thank you so much for the wisdom that God has given me. Thank you so much for being able to place me in places that I have yet to be able to understand and know, but God, you're opening up doors so that I can be able to go through. Thank you. I I don't care what Hollywood has put this distraction of. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to give honor to God and, you know, all of this. But not living it, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Do you understand how important God is to us? Oh, y'all need to hear me, though. Let me calm down because the distractions, all of us can become like Nebuchadnezzar. Do you understand the king of Babylon? He was evil. He was so fortified. He even took the people, children of God captive because of their disobedience. But at the same exact time, do you understand the mindset of that man? And because God was in control, he led him over to the things that he desired. And it honestly sat there in Daniel. And it got to the pinnacle point where it says in Daniel chapter four and go back and read it because it's an awesome read. But I want to go ahead and I want to go back to the 15th and I'm going to start on the 15th verse. And it says in the King James Version, nevertheless, leave the stump of his roots in the earth. Even with a band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field and let it be wet with the dew of heaven and let his portion be with the beast in the grass of the earth. 16 verse, let his heart be changed from man's and let a beast's heart be given unto him and let seven times pass over him. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. 16 let his heart be changed from man's and let a beast's heart be given unto him and let seven times pass over him 17 verse this matter is by the, 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 the decree of the watchers and the demand by the word of the holy ones for the spirit of the holy God is in thee do you understand that God gave him a warning In his vision, in his dream. And don't you know that Bethesha, which is the pretty much the because of Babylonian, that's what the name that he given him, which was King Nebuchadnezzar gave Daniel. But when he was able to interpret his dream, don't you know, because of the way that he was, God turned him over to a beast in the field. And he began to start grazing in the, in the, in the fat of those, of those fields and the grass thereof and starting to behave like an animal. Don't you know, I, I, I know for a fact that you do see this person, you see this person now and they have lost Their whole entire mindset. They can't even walk into a room and be able to have a conversation with a normal person. And if they do, they are going off the kilt. They are starting to have imaginary friends in their mind. And they are outspoken and sometimes... And don't you know, because of the way that person was living and being able to sit there... And denounce what God has already ordained over them and into the city and into the nation. I say city because that person is over important city and because that person is over the nation and God is starting to turn people over. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. The mindset, the audacity to sit there and declare. Things that God has already ordained in the Bible that you should not touch, such as the children, such as sitting here and starting to have these different types of ideology that is going against the Bible in the word of God. And you sit there with the audacity to say, oh, I am the king or I am the president or I am come on now. Come on now, do you understand that because you have sat there and placed yourself over just like someone I know, just like someone you know, Satan placed himself over God and God sat there and he sat here and he cast him out. And do you understand? He cast also the ones that were associated with them down to Shalo, which is hell. See, I don't care what you say and I don't, I don't care how man thinks, but God is the final say. So do you understand what I'm saying? See, the distractions can be your friends, can be your families, and even your spouses can sit there and try to act like, wait a minute, let me just deter you from going to the word of God. Let me deter you from going to church. Let me deter you. Come on now. That's why the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked. Wait a minute, Pastor, what are you talking about? See, your spouse can be able to sit there, especially if they're not saved and you are. And you have been going to church faithfully and you've been pursuing God faithfully and you've been praying to God faithfully and you've been fasting and and you've been doing all of these different things. And then when this person comes along, they want you to be able to put them on the pedestal that you have been able to place God on, that you have put God first and not them. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. But see, that's the thing. It can become a distraction because you want to keep this person in your life when God didn't even tell you, hey, that is not the person that you're supposed to marry in the first place. Why did you marry this person? Because they loved you. And then God sits there and says, I loved you first. Then why is it that you sit here and you want that attention, that love, but God sits there and says, I was able to wake you up this morning. I was able to make sure that you had a safe journey and you got home safely and you were able to sleep safely and you were able to wake up and have your food and your faculty and your car and your home. God was able to do that and so much more. I don't want to replace my husband. I love my children. And I love my husband, but they're not above God. God was there in the beginning and he will be there in the end. He, he was the one that I loved and I fell in love with and God fell in love with me first way before I even knew him. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. God fell in love with me first and I, when I Found out how much he loved me. That's when I knew what love was. See, you can have a spouse. You can be married so many years and not know the true meaning of love. Self-sacrifice. Self-understanding. Self-knowing that someone really does love you for who you are and not for what they are giving you, but for what you know is true. Not about the weight, not about what your appearance is, but the true nature of the love that person has for you. God has given his only begotten son to this world and people need to understand God has not forsaken us. He hasn't turned his back on us. No matter how bad the sin we've done, he is not giving up on us. So why is it we become so so mundane and so neutral and so numb to the way that God is? Y'all don't hear me though. See, certain people want to sit here and say, well, God has, you know, he's doing this and he's doing that. No, God didn't want sin to come in. We were having it ushered in through Adam and Eve. We were supposed to be in the garden of Eden and we were supposed to stay there with him. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, we wanted, we were supposed to stay with him, be in perfect fellowship with him until sin happened with Adam and Eve. Now, I will say this, the mentality of certain people is going to go where they want to go because that's their God. That's their distraction. And God will let you go into that distraction. And for some people, it will lead you down to Shalo because that's where you want to be. That's where you want to have your whole entire situation in being. Do you understand you have left your first love? You have left God and now you sit here and you wonder why you don't hear from God. Why God has not sat there and given you a word lately. Why you haven't been able to sincerely hear his voice or be able to sincerely get into your word or pray and not feel the Holy Spirit come down fresh on you. Oh, y'all don't hear me. God wants to let you know, get up from the distractions Are you going to be like Nebuchadnezzar. You can be able to be in this world, but not of this world. And then at the same exact time, start scheduling, start putting time in with God, start letting your light shine before men, but also at the same time, know the enemy, know your assignment, know where you need to be. Know that even if it costs you to stay home or you be on that job, let it still be known that God is still there with you, dwelling with you and within you. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. God is with you. He dwells in you and he's he's able to help you illuminate, light up the room to be the honest person, to be the person that needs to be in this time and this season. Now, I'm saying this because so many people have gotten off track. You let so many bills come and do. You let all of these things have your attention, but God needs your attention right now because he's the one that can be able to solve all of it. Oh, wait a minute, pastor. You don't have... Yes, I have bills. I, I have things that I have to take care of. I have homework and I have school and I have... All of these, and I have children, and I have all of these different things. But my main focus, my main way of thinking and being able to function is God. And His relationship with me is the most important part. It's not about Facebook. It's not about Twitter. It's not about all of this YouTube and having to do this and do that. No, it's about God. The house can be dirty, and then you sit there and you live in it. But at the same exact time, that's how you treat treating your temple. If you have a dirty home and that's your, the way your temple is, you sitting up here smoking, drinking, sitting up here, pornography, having all of these different things coming into your life. And you sit here and you let it pollute you. Don't you know that stuff becomes a part of you? And then at the same exact time, you can't function. You can't sit there and honestly have a good conversation or even call and say, you know what, God, I need you. I need you now because I'm polluted. And don't you know that that sits there and it messes up your spiritual man as well as your spiritual prayer life. Oh God, thank you, Holy Spirit. When you sit up there and you entertain the old stuff you used to do, and then at the same exact time, you know what is right and what is wrong, and you still put yourself in situation that you should not be in. Don't you know that still messes you up? That still pollutes you. That still harms you. That still hurts you. And then at the same time, because it's a distraction, you don't want to hear from God. You don't want to put yourself in a way that God wants you to hear from him. And then next thing you know, you have missed every opportunity to be elevated in God, to be able to get rid of some of the things that's going on, generational curses, all these different things that's going on. And then you sit there and you want to blame God for everything that's going on. But it's been you the whole entire time. Let me say this. Saints of the Most High, we are some of the most diabolical, uncouth people. And then you sit there and you sit there and you say that was God. No, that wasn't God, that wasn't Satan, that was you. Let me sit there and say this. Look, you can be your own distraction because you don't want to put yourself in a humility Humble situation and saying, God, I need you so you can be able to order my steps so you can be able to hear from God so you can be able to cut off that TV, cut off those people that you don't need to hear from, cut off the mess that you see on television and also in the music industry, cut off some of the things that you put on your body cut off the things that you sit up there and you entertain with your ears and the music that you hear you don't want to cut off anything But yet and still, you want to keep it as a distraction. And then you wonder why hell is going to be your home on tonight. I don't care what nobody says. This is what God is telling me. So when I tell you it hits me first, it hits me first. So I'm going to tell you like I mean it. See, sometimes we need to get out of our own way and let God come in and clean us up. See, we let everything else come in. And then next thing you know, the enemy has already came in because you let him take that ride. You let him be able to be in the driver's seat. And then you sit there and say, well, I can do this tomorrow or I can do this or that. And God is sitting there telling you today, choose ye this day whom you will serve, whether it is God or man. But if you do not choose Do you understand the enemy is working so many things out for your benefit to keep you in that distraction? Let me tell you this. Some people that are successful, God didn't place them there. And then at the same exact time, don't you know, stop putting your face, start putting your mouth. Stop putting your fingers, stop putting your mess into people's situation and positions when you don't even know the whole entire truth. When God places them in places and I don't care now, if, they if they have, have, money, have money like, like Solomon, Solomon oh that's God. what God gave them. Job also. But at the same exact time, don't you understand you need to be able to have the fruit and discernment of God to know what the fruit is bearing in this time, in this hour. Stop sitting up here and saying, Well, God, I want to be like this person. I want to be like that person. No, I want to be like you, God. Let me say this one more time for the people in the back. Satan did not want me. And I'm going to say it like I mean it. Every time that I'm getting on here and I'm recording and I hear from God and I'm trying my best to get these technical situations and I'm hearing glitches and everything else, do you understand? That God is sitting up here and saying, my word needs to get out. My word needs to vibrate and be able to penetrate what is going on in the world. Sin is sin. And we as the body of Christ need to live it out. Needs to walk it out. Needs to be able to sit there and say, call it what it is. It's sin is sin. And at the same exact time, do you understand those distractions? those things that are keeping people from God don't you understand we can be able to be our own distraction we can sit there and say well you know what I need this so I'm gonna go get this for myself and God is sitting there and telling you don't go do that I will provide for you I'm gonna say it like I mean it God sits there and tells you, I don't need you to go here. I need you to be able to stay and remain humble. Stay and remain humble in the place that I placed you in. And don't you know, I let me see, let them see you, but I'm going to let them see you. I'm going to be the one that works in you. Y'all need to let God work in you. Let God work in you on tonight. Don't be like Nebuchadnezzar. Don't think that because you have all the answers and all of this and that, God is sitting there and telling you, you don't. Let God be the answer for you on tonight. Let your mind be in Christ. And I'm going to say it like I mean it. I, I looked this up and I said, well, God, this is fitting. Because it says in Philippians two and five, and I'm reading it from the King James version. Let this mind be in you, which is, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let me say this one more time for the people in the back. Let me go to fourth verse. Look not every man on his own things. Come on now, but every man also on the things of others. But it says in first five, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Do you understand that Nebuchadnezzar wasn't doing what God says do? And when he given him that warning, he should have realized that through Daniel, which was Belshazzar, he was able to tell him, look, this is the God that I serve and I'm serving the only Alpha and Omega. Your demigods can't even match nor touch God. So he was the one that has been making everything that we've been doing. And see, that's the thing is that Satan can only duplicate, but God is the original and he is not the copy. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. God is not the copy. The enemy, which is Satan, is the copy. And we, we are the original blueprint to everything that God has. Satan is only the copy. He was the original, but because of his mindset, God said, not so. You will not be over me. God is the final say so. Amen. Now, I want to say this also too. Distractions can come in so many different forms, shapes, people, places, Also, at the same exact time, churches, let me say this one more time. When you know for a fact you should have been gone already and God already told you, I got to move. I need to move you. Let me tell you something. When God sits there and tells you you need to move and you've already heard from him, please do it in obedience and be gracious enough to tell your overseer, the person that is supposed to be praying over you, that you have to leave. There is something about God's grace and mercy. And when you can do it in a grace and merciful way and love and kindness, he will reward that. But also at the same time, they have so many different things that go on with people and see certain times the either you can be upsetting or also the overseer can get jealous, manipulative, hurtful, mean also at the same time wanting to sit there and control everything you do that is absolutely not of God and you have to step away from that you have to run from that because that's not the way that God wants us to operate in this time and this hour we need to get in a position of hearing him now I'm going to say it like this every time that God needs for you to move You will directly know and hear his voice. And it says that in the word of God, my sheep know my voice. No other person they will go to. So start learning and shaping your way around God and how you hear him. That's distinctive. That's unique. And God will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. Now, it says 1 Corinthians 10 chapter and 13 verse there have no temptation taking you but such as a common to man but god is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able come on now but will but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it let me tell you something the distractions it can be people, it can be places, it can be, but God gives you a way of escape. Trust me, the Holy Spirit, when I know that you are of God, he gives you the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, and he tells you what is right and what is right. Hey, don't, don't stay here that in this situation, I don't have a good feeling about that. I think we need to leave. That is the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, if you prefer, but it's the fact that God gives it to us and we have to be obedient. And these distractions have some time to know. And you sit there and they would call at a certain time and you know, that's your prayer time. You can honestly tell that person, I'm sorry, but I need to be able to, you know, give me an hour and I'll, I'll contact you back. Or, you know, some things are going on and I need to be able to hear from God. I will get back with you. There's nothing wrong with saying that. But at the same exact time, don't entertain any kind of gossip, any kind of, you know, anything that is not of God. Don't entertain it. Don't don't entertain those foul things that come out of your mouth because don't you know that's repeating the same cycle that you went through? And God is like, no, I have given you to be a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, new things are new. Now I'm going to say it like this. You can tell your testimony. You can tell what you've been through, but don't let it be your testimony now. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Don't let the testimony of what you used to be still remain in your life. Don't don't let it stay and create a whole entire another room in your house, in your, in your spirit, in, in your mentality. See, we're victorious, not victims. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. I am victorious, not a what victim. I am victorious, not a victim. I can honestly say, I am a warrior, not a worrier. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. I am a warrior. That means somebody that's willing to fight for what I have. Not a what? Worrier. Not somebody that's so concerned that I won't even give my whole entire problems to God. I want to sit there and I want you to understand Let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. Renew your mind. Get up. You need to renew your mind. Positivity. Nothing negative. Why? Why is it so much time that we spend on the negative but never the positive? The reason why being is because we are always, that's natural. That's the natural man. We'll sit there and say, well, you know what? This sky is so dark. It's going to rain. It's going to ruin my hair. It's going to ruin so many different things. But then at the same exact time, do you understand that rain is somebody's answer to their prayers because they're a farmer and their crops need to grow. They need that rain to have that, that nourishment, to have the bees to come back, to have the flowers to bloom in order for them to be able to pollinate. That is an answer to someone's prayers. See, while you're sitting up here and saying it's too much rain, somebody is sitting up there and dancing in the rain because they haven't seen rain in a long time. Oh, y'all don't hear me, though. See, sometimes our relationship with God can be able to be a distraction. And because we put ourselves in the way, we put our own selfish desires and all these different things, but you never went and asked God, what was my purpose in the first place? God gave you that purpose when you were born, but you never went back and talked to him about it. Oh, y'all y'all become successful. You become this and all this other stuff. But God, did you ever go back and give God his just do and ask him, what is my purpose, God? What is the plan you have over my life? See, sometimes we need to know the blueprint. He's already been able to, when he designed us in the womb, he already had the blueprints. We never went back and proofread the blueprints with the creator. We just doing it with the creation. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. We had the blueprints, he has the blueprints. And we never went back and talked to the creator. But oh, we can talk to the creation. We can talk to everybody else but God about our situation. And we never ever sat there and consulted with the Bible, with his word. We we are always about sitting up here and humdrumming it with someone else. But we never went back and giving it to God and letting God take care of it. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. See, sometimes we have to be able to sit there and in Psalms 119 and the 15th verse. Let me go up to the 14th verse. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies, as much as in all riches. 15th verse, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. Verse 16, I will delight myself in thy statues. I will not forget thy word. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. I will delight myself in thy statues. I will not forget thy word. Verse 15, one more time. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statues. I will not forget thy word. Distractions. Oh, and the situations we put ourselves into, whether it is having children prematurely or either losing a child or having car accidents or having medical problems or having all of these different things, we, we, we suffer losses and we suffer so much pain and we, we get caught up in it and we let that become our identity. Instead of letting God go and fix and give us the solution. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. See, I had to learn that God is the counselor I need every day. He's the main source for me having to be able to keep my mind at peace and stayed on him. See, I don't care what nobody else can. A clinical psychologist I can go to. But the one that has been able to form me in my womb knows me more than anyone else. And we spend so much money going to them. And I am going to be a clinical psychologist. But at the same exact time, I'm talking about to the saints. You should know when you go to God, he is the main source for everything. Now, I'm going to say this. If you do need additional assistance, and it's that, you know, sometimes you need to talk to a human being. You need to be able to sit there and make sure this person is of God and their fruits is displaying what God is saying about you in the word of God. And that should be displayed in them. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Y'all can go with all of these clinical psychologists therapists, if their life is not lined up with the word of God, you need to find somewhere else to go. And I'm gonna be honest with you because as being a clinical psychologist, we are taught so many different things, so many different avenues. But if we don't have God as the cornerstone of our lives, we can put anything out. And be able to sit there and reject all of those things and have more distractions for the people and give them medication and all these different things. But God, God is sitting up here and telling me, look, if I am that I am, then your mind and your heart needs to stay within me in order for me to be able to go and repair someone else. How can I be able to go to... Not go to the chief priest, the the chief physician, the chief cornerstone in my life and not let it be God. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. Y'all want to get so distracted by these men, these women that got all these bodies and everything else. But don't you know, they can have be living in hell and demons and all this other stuff, but yet and still, you still want to sit there and get with these people. And they get STDs. They have all these different things going on with them. Before you know it, you sitting up here out of your mind, trying to stay with somebody that you weren't supposed to be with in the first place. Let me say this one also. Let me tell you something. These parents understood we honor you we thank god for you but at the same exact time you don't sit there and let your children go broke trying to take care of you When they have already sat there and did what they need to do with you. Let me say this also too. Stop sitting up here. And then giving your children the pity party. And saying, well, I did this and that. Look, let me tell you something. This world has so many people twisted. And then you're sitting up here trying to people please your family or your parents. And don't you know they ain't living nothing. And they sit there and they put these ideologies on their children and they bog them down with so much sin by the time that they get to their age don't you know they're going to repeat what what's the cycle they've been into they're so woe is me and I'm not going to be anything and I'm not going to do anything no absolutely not do you understand that I had to come out of that mess and when I was coming out of it God had to sit there and let me say look I know who I am I know that I'm going some places that you're not going to be able to go. I know that you're going to be able to see me go places and you can't even participate. Don't you know that's when the enemy starts sitting up there and saying things over your children? Cover your children. Cover your children when you go before they go to school. Cover them and cover your mouth if you cannot say anything good to your children. I'm going to say it like I mean it. Stop sitting up here and putting bad things into your children's consciousness and then sitting up there and saying, oh, I'm a good mom. I'm a good dad. That's absolutely not. You letting the enemy come in and let let them be able to be the distraction that you needed. Oh, come on. Let's say it. Stop sitting up here. Sending these kids to these teachers. And these teachers ain't living nothing what God is telling them to do. But yet and still, they're teaching your children the wrong things. Don't you know, stop sitting up here and letting everybody else take care of your children when you can't even do it yourself. Let me tell you something. God is going to be able to take time out for your children. Know who God is for them. Pray over your children. Ask God to lead them and guide them through everything they have to go through. Stop sitting up here as parents and being neglectful and sitting up here haphazardly letting the TV and letting all these different things sit up here and teach your children. That is the distraction from the enemy. Start feeding your children, not just naturally, but spiritually also. Stop sitting up here and letting the enemy win in your home. With your husband, your children, your finances, and everything else. If you don't get out of these distractions, turn them off. Turn them off. Start realizing who God is in your life. Saints of the Most High. And if you do not know God, let me say this one more time. You have, you have today to know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Excuse me. And it says, Romans 10 and 9. 10th chapter, 9th and 10th verse. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe with thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Please. In verse 11, for the scripture says, Who Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Shall not be ashamed. God wants you to know, get out of the distractions. He's the only thing, him and his son, that can be able to save you on tonight. Call upon him while he is yet to be found, saints of the most high. And also at the same exact time, King Nebuchadnezzar, God let him be able to come back to his senses. And I pray that some of you will listen and not heart your heart on tonight. Come back to God. He is looking and willing and able and listening, and he's waiting on you. Do not, do not, do not, do not. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Do not stop and not sit there and say, God, I need you. Do not, you know, neglect this warning. God is answering. God is calling, and you need to come on in before the storm. Amen. Thank you for listening. And if you like what you hear, please follow and subscribe to my podcast. It is written and it is found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, and Audible, Spotify, and Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung, Podcaster, and YouTube, and other major platforms. If you love hearing from me, please leave a five-star rating. That will help us reach more people. And if you have any questions or comments, please find me on Facebook at It Is Written by L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A, Latanya Uyola. Once again, It Is Written By L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. Thank you so much. It has been my pleasure. And please know God is listening. God is hoping, praying, knowing he wants you to come home. So answer him on tonight. Let him know, God, I'm asking to forgive me of my sins, God. Come in and heal me. I want to accept your son as my personal savior. We are living in a time where people want to stay distracted because they don't want to live up to the reality. God is the reality on today. And the enemy wants to rock us to sleep. We have to get up. We have to be awake on this time and this hour. Please know God is listening and hearing. And he is willing to come in and clean you up but you have to make the first step. You have to be able to come in and sit there and say, I need you God, and I want to get away from my old man, the old way of thinking and going into the way that he wants of me to be. And I will say this Psalms 19 and 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord my strength, and my redeemer. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Let the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let my words, let my actions, let my heart, Lord, I thank you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. Thank you so much for listening and please continue to pray with us. Continue to know and let God lead you and guide you and I will continue to tell you the truth and thus says the Lord. Amen.